You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show, and it's available all places that you get your podcasts. It's also available on the DA Show's podcast feed or its own podcast feed, search permission granted. Also, it's available inside the free Odyssey app. Side A has for a long time been the domain of yours truly and Mraz, but with Mraz exiting the show at the end of next week, he is moving down the hall to the local side of things. We're still not allowed to say the name of that station or the city that it resides in, but it means that Side A now takes on a whole different complexion, and that means I welcome on the great, kind sir, Andrew Bogish. AB, how are you? I'm doing very well, DA. How are you today? You know what's good for you? I'm doing well. What's good for you is that you're no longer going to have to hear your co-host say, Howdy, diddly, 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 You know, I've been trying not to get too excited about Sean's departure. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of good news wrapped inside other people's heartbreak. Good news for me, bad news for them. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to miss that. It's loud. It still caught me off guard every week, even though it happened every week. <laughs> I also had to deal with the look on Sean's face of the, see, I'm being funny. <laughs> look at me, laugh, smile, watch me, watch me, watch me. I'm not going to miss any of that. It's a very weird sensation that I have because I haven't worked with Mraz now in more than a week and a half. The last time I was with him was the Friday before 4th of July weekend, and then I was off all of last week when you guys did the show together, and now he's been off this week for vacation. So I'm now a full, what, eight shows in without Mraz and nearly two weeks in without Mraz, and it's starting to feel... Ab- strangely normal for me not to be <laughs> working with Mraz. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm just saying that, I don't know, it feels like, yeah, the new iteration of the show is already here. So next week is going to be his swan song, a little bit like the final week of graduation where I'm sure he's not going to work very hard to book guests <laughs> or do topical. Are you sure or... he's not going to graduate again? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure what to expect next week. I've got a few surprises up my sleeve, but this week has been... 
a lot of Boyle. Pat Boyle's been in all three days, and uh, we've hit a bit of a thing where I'm just waiting for Pat Boyle to say the next pseudo-offensive thing that I wonder if Pete has to dump. Is Mm. that kind of where we're at with Boyle? I think if Boyle were to become a full-time member of the show, one of the bits, one of the jokes that would we'd have to create and kind of lock in is and we need a clever name like the line that he's going to cross he's going to do it every day he did it on Tuesday morning show talking about sex on a plane and he made a cockpit joke like there's going to be every day he's going to go one step too far and we're going to need some kind of sound effect some kind of cool name for it because that's just that's who he is yeah, actually, that was Wednesday's show. And Wednesday. I don't know what day it is. That's that the problem. That was the cockpit. But I, I, I specify that because on Tuesday's show, it was the uh, Taylor Swift don't be fat joke. Where it was, right. Uh, that she should just tell her fans don't be fat, which was somewhat crude. And then on Monday, well, there was also the Scooby-Doo that uh, Fred and Velma are just knocking boots or Daphne are just knocking boots and they're letting all the criminals get away. And yeah, there just always seems to be something. And... On Wednesday's show, Pete said, quote, there it is mm-hmm. about uh, whatever, you know, line it was that he kind of crossed. And I'm wondering, yeah, if Morty D'Souza has to have a sounder of there's the line that Pat just crossed. And now we know that it we've we filled the quota for the day. Yeah, I, I think that's and hopefully it does not become like Morty, who I think kind of played himself into an early grave because there are so especially I mean, one of the. <laughs> The things that you missed when you're not here and Sean's in charge, the dams are open. The dams are broken. Water's overflowing. It is pun after pun after pun. Yeah. I don't think Boyle would ever get that out of control, but it is something to keep an eye on because it really should be a once-a-show thing. So maybe also the skill becomes Bilotti can't make an early call on that unless it's egregious at 625 that whatever that sound effect is wouldn't be playable. You got to wait and make sure that Boyle doesn't go too far later on in the show too. So there's a, there'd be a lot to kind of to work out in that situation. We brought up Mraz's hat today. He's on vacation <laughs> at Lake George, which is a large lake upstate New York, a couple of hours away. And he's wearing this black, I don't even know what kind of hat it is. It's kind of a fishing hat. It's kind of a sun hat. It's... I, that's I part know. of the problem. I don't know how to describe it because he's just wearing it so incorrectly. It's definitely not big enough for his head. No. And it does seem to be like crumpled, like it was in a pocket or underneath a bag in the trunk. Like it, it needs, you said it on the air, like it needed to be like in Bronx, like straightened out. It needs to be ironed or reshapen or thrown out. It's just, it's such a Mraz hat because it's a, probably a dumb hat to begin with. <laughs> but then he's so mishandling it, it goes to a whole different level. And he's while he's doing it, he's got this big, you know what, he didn't grin on his face. Like, look at me in my dumb hat. And he's wearing the, the Kramer shirt. I don't know if there's watermelons on it or lobsters on it. He has a couple of these shirts that he wears in the summer. And uh, it struck me. Do you think there's a bit of him that's feeling left out of the fun and so he needs to be on social media doing something to gain some type of attention? Uh, Yes. Yes, that is. I mean, he's always in look at me mode. That's why he's him and why he is largely successful and popular. And why he got this job that he's got. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, he's got to keep the brand up at all time. He's got, he, there's never, he's never actually on vacation. There's no relaxing. There's no putting the phone down because the pictures of the family of the vacation are from Danielle for our purposes. Personally, <laughs> if we want to see what they're up to, are the girls having fun? What cute thing did they do? You go to Danielle's feed. Yeah. If you need Sean, you right. go to Sean right. because it looks like he's on a one man vacation. I, I'm going to ask him this next week on the air, and we'll see if he answers honestly. I don't know if there's ever – if we'll know if he is. But I, I want to know how he's feeling about watching basically his group of friends still hang out, and he kind of has to move away. Where he's going, the new job, it's it's great. It's a, it's, it's a wonderful um, sentiment from the bosses that they believe in him, that they think that he's ready for – a local drive time show where he's going to have to bring some personality. So that's, it's a, it's a huge compliment to him, but of course that's new. And we're just a bunch of guys that are still together goofing off and doing the same stuff every single day. So do you think I, I kind of equate it to like in the middle of like sixth grade, when your dad gets reassigned and your family moves away and all your friends get to still keep hanging out. So I think the balance of this is going to change. I think he's feeling all of those things now. That he is not having second thoughts or anything like that, but I but I do think he's feeling like he's the one leaving. He's the one departing. I mean, I mean he is, but he's feeling like he's the one that's kind of breaking up the band. He's the one changing things. But at least from my vantage point, it's going to quickly flip when... He's on the local side, and they're doing fancy remote shows from Yankee Stadium or Giants training camp or this celebrity golf event or he's swimming in Tiki Barber's pool over the weekend just for fun because they're buddies now, and I've been trying to be Tiki's buddy for years, and it hasn't taken, and (laughs) Sean's going to be his buddy within three months, and that's going to specifically bother me. So... What, and then so, but Sean will be loving that life, forgetting about us, and we're going to keep seeing him like that and probably at times be annoyed that that's him and not us. Oh, that's interesting. So, like the the devil's gentleman's mop thing that got a lot of attention, once he starts leaning into those types of things on the local side, where the local fans are starting to get ginned up, <clears throat> angry at him, he's the center of attention. There is some type of like crazy local. Um, bet he has to do or something like that. That's when you think he's going to quickly forget all of this um, this reminiscing that he's doing. Yeah, because I also I think it's going to go well. I I think he and Evan and Tiki are going to do a good job. They're on W. They're on that station, right? And that's kind of built in success, especially in that time slot. It's basically been unchecked for like three decades or four decades. I wonder however long uh, Chris and Mike used to be there. So like they're and so he's gonna dive. I, I I know that they're they already have a major remote within like the first week of being on the air, and he's gonna be all everyone's gonna be slapping him on the back and hugging him and welcome aboard and whatever. And like that's gonna erase quickly his mini heartbreak about leaving us. I listened to your PGP last week, and I appreciated that you guys got it in, even if it was at the eleventh hour on a Friday, making sure <laughs> it gets out before the the punishment is handed down. I did find it startling that they had a three-hour meeting. I mean, I don't think I've been involved in three hours worth of meetings in my 10 years combined at CBS Sports Radio. 
what do you meet about before there's a show? Now, if there had been the first week of shows and you go like, okay, Tuesday, this time slot, this could have been the mm-hmm. second hour, we could have done this, this guest comes on, this is how we should play this, this really worked, why don't we... There's nothing to break down right now. You haven't done the show yet. Right. What are you doing for three hours of that meeting? What do you think was being said? I First of all, let me retell the headline in case anybody missed this on last week's uh, PGP. That three-hour meeting for Evan Roberts, Tiki Barber, and Tommy Lugauer, their producer slash Bordov, that meeting counted as their day of work. Right. It was so long and it, grueling. Right. It didn't for Sean. Sean did our show and then sat in there for three hours. So he actually had, still didn't have a full work day. That's only like seven and a half hours of work out of Sean. <laughs> but he got screwed. They didn't by being in this meeting. Uh, to answer your question, though, I, I've got no idea. I mean... <laughs> Did they explain again why he can't be Mraz over there? I, yeah. You know, who gets the giant take? Who gets the jet take? I don't know what that meeting could have been about. If you were doing in our business something called sound checks or um, what do they call it? All air checks? Air checks, yeah, not sound check. That's our segment about audio of the day. Yeah, air checks. You'll go into your boss's office and he or she will have a clip of the show. Maybe an hour you go through, maybe 20 minutes. Maybe it's multiple segments in interview or something. And... They'll press the tape, they'll play it, they'll stop it, they'll analyze it and keep kind of going through it and, and you guys work through, okay, what you did, what you could do better, why you like this, why this worked. If you don't have tape to go through, I think the conversation is, okay, so this is how we're kind of conceiving of your roles. We think this is how this will work, this is how this will work. But until you actually have tape down, I don't know how establishing roles and whatever could take three hours. So when I heard that, I said, Boy, that that is a long time, especially after you've just done a show. And, you know, once we're done with a show, your brain kind of flips off a little bit. I, I can't imagine what was being discussed or analyzed before there was even one episode to talk yeah. about. And, like, I, I know Tiki the best out of the group, and I don't say this in a negative way. Tiki doesn't care. He like He's as easygoing as they come, so, like, he doesn't care about what rejoins sound like, what music's being played. He doesn't care whose name goes first or what like what seat you're going to be in, who has a good side, who has a bad side. Tiki's <laughs> as low maintenance as you could be. He's almost like negative maintenance. So I know he's not sitting in there worrying about those type of spe- specifics. Maybe Evan is. I have no idea. Sean certainly, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, doesn't. So... Maybe that's just the way our boss Spike rolls, and because he doesn't listen to the network like everybody else, that's important. Like he, we don't know how that works because we don't, we don't have to be in those meetings. I don't know. I don't know. Three hours before a show has even <sighs> has even had one episode is. Were is they doing up. icebreakers like trust falls <laughs> and like, "Hi, I'm Evan from Westchester. I like this. I like that. My son's name is Jet." <laughs> Were they doing that stuff? Oh, trust falls. Well, oh, that's <laughs> that's good. That is a good image. So it brings us to who is the replacement for Mraz and Pete. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so far, <laughs> uh, we've had a series of listeners that have called in to do their their little spiel. I've asked them a series of three questions. How would you improve the show? What would you do differently than Mraz? And how would you be a good teammate to Pete? And I feel like the final question is an important one because they'll be working so closely together. They're in the same side of the studio behind the glass and they'll lean on one another. 
And we did see Pete get very emotional on that first episode after the news was announced about losing Mraz and losing a best friend. So that was, I want to make sure that Pete feels like he's got a guy he can trust there. I don't know, though, if so far I've been maybe through seven of the listener interviews, if anybody has popped. Has anybody stuck out to you? Only, I mean, we did get... Um... The stop looking for Pokemon reaction. I think that was on Tuesday's show. That was a no-go. That's a non-starter if you're still playing Pokemon Go. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, one of the guys said that he lost a lot of weight because his activity was playing Pokemon right. Go. And Pete did not take kindly to that. Yeah, I, I keep hearing guys um, who were kind of disqualifying themselves. The one, <laughs> The one gentleman on Wednesday that talked about, like, making wine, making whiskey, and all these kind of, like, higher end hobbies there's no way Pete's gonna put up with that he's not gonna want to hear about the new like you know barrel aged bourbon you got in your backyard or anything like that he can barely stomach your smoking stories yeah, like enough sure. with the salmon on the plank we get it like he's not so I, <laughs> I haven't heard Pete's new soulmate yet yeah no, nobody and I think one thing that I would advise the listeners that are trying to uh, set themselves apart is Try to have something unique. Now, uh, we did have the listener today that came out of the box with a lot of energy. And yeah. He was asking me questions. Right. And so that was that was trying to hit something, which I thought at least that was a little different. That was good. But by and large, a lot of the people have sounded the same. And I think you need a differentiator to uh, to really jump out and it's a fine line between being prepared because you you basically know what the questions are going to be by now so you can really have your answers ready to go you should not be caught off guard by anything we ask you but you also don't want to like i think today might have been the problem you don't want to become too strong out of the gate because another way to lose pete if you are right in pete's face on the first second of your answer he didn't like he's out yeah. He's out. You could follow with everything that Pete wanted to hear going into these interviews, but if you start too strong, it's really hard to win him back. So you'll just learn to kind of, I guess, you know, measure your punch. Have one ready, but it can't be a haymaker in your first answer because I don't think it's going to get the reaction out of Pete. You might win DA over, yeah. but it's going to be a tough sell for Pete. At the close of Wednesday's show, I read an email from DA Show Quotes. This is an unnamed, unsourced listener to the show that just quotes us all day on Twitter. And it's a remarkable show of effort that he listens to. Basically, we think he's a he. I don't know. Could be a she. Four, he listens to four hours of the show and just directly quotes us all day. And we think they're in a different time zone, right? So it's even an earlier start for them. Yeah, okay. that's one of the one of the, the theories of that that's, this is a Boise listener. So yes, we need an account that is figuring out DA show quotes. <laughs> so we've got quotes, we've got maps, and then we have like who's quotes, and that's their job to pick up cues along the way as to maybe who DA show quotes is. Yeah, we need to track IP addresses. And... <laughs> so this guy, this this user wants to throw their hat in the ring for the job and a pretty solid resume. Noted that. This person has experience with editing audio software. Uh, I think they mentioned Adobe slash Cool Edit Pro, which was the old version. Um, also knows Photoshop. They've done practice target demo Friday memes before, well before we knew this job was opening up. Uh, also um, 
kind of knows their way around a computer pretty well and has been a mascot and noted all of the different mascots that they've been a frog, a shark, a pig or something like that. (laughs) So a, a big diversity of experience there. And that's starting to get into where a Mraz footprint is, where a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but also a character enough. Right. To join the show, I thought DA show quotes kind of a sneaky good resume. And to go back to my initial point, um, I mean that's a clue. If you can figure, you could do some kind of like uh, Google mapping of schools that have those mascots in a concentrated oh, area. True. You might be able to figure out who that person is. But anyway, I mean, we we've had this joke that this show needs an actual handbook. Like there needs to be some kind of document <laughs> that you can go through an encyclopedia DA to like reference things. Cause there's so much to catch up on. Like I'm still not caught up from the overnight and the 6 PM windows. And I think you've been at at least 9 AM now longer than the other parts of the day. Like, have you been a morning show now longer than you weren't? Have we, are we that far into it? Uh, yeah, I right. think, yeah, we just passed that mark because two years overnights, two and a half years evenings. Yeah. And so, we've been here now for ten and a half, so that was four and a half. So, yeah, we've been doing six as mid-mornings or mornings. So, and, so, and, and I've been here for all six of those, and there are still, like, I, Steve Morali is still a ghost to me, a stranger. Like, there are things that I just mm. don't know about. So, if we hired somebody who knows nothing about the show, that's a big amount of catching up to do it is so it if you're a listener if you're a ghost transcriber like that's that's a big plus for you because you can come right in and know almost everything it's so true if you're a historian of the show it gives you a huge leg up because we're going to be like oh pull that segment you remember when that happened and they can cite it instead of you know, what the hell are you talking about? Which DA show quotes already does sometimes. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Final point is about he who shall not be named, who was brought up on Wednesday's show and Pat Boyle, who had never met him, only knew him through the clips as the singing bandit, if you will, (laughs) um, was underwhelmed by the, uh, as you said, calmness, the gentleness of he who shall not be named. Now, you had met him many times before in person. Of course. So were you taken aback that he seemed like a different version of himself at Bob's Bar? Um, no, that's that's the the he, the him that I know. Um, the, 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 the things that caught me off guard were the things that we can't mention off air for different reasons or, or on air for different reasons about why he is the way he is or why he had to leave New York State. Like, those things call me off guard. But I know him. Like, that's that's who he is. Um, the singing was a new thing. When I, I've, I knew him when we were at Sirius, and he was not singing in the hallways at Sirius. I didn't know back you guys then. worked there together. I, I just, I mean, yeah, like, he was just always around. And there's just always been connections and... Wow. He was here, and then I I knew of Paul Allen, who he works with in Minnesota, because of at Sirius. Like, there's a lot of interconnecting things. If I'm making up that he was at Sirius because there's just so many serious connections, that's definitely on the table. But I, he's not new to me. That's certainly true. So, um, and I was there when he pulled up that Friday morning to have his car parked by Gelb, 
and he was the same him as he always is. Wow. Well, I I do think he's been humbled after the suspension, ban- banishment from the show, the <laughs> invite back, the love from the listeners who got to meet him, the uh, appreciation of the singing that he did. I, I think that that changed him quite a bit, and I think he's in a really good spot professionally now on a show that respects him and um, in a company that he that he likes. He's working in Minnesota in the Twin Cities. So I think he is probably a little changed, but I, I did find it funny that maybe what you see on camera or you hear on the radio is a little bit different than what he really is. And I think you pointed this out, that the charm explodes on camera, but he's not the same in your face off camera. And so it was interesting to hear Boyle say, like, he was nothing like I expected. Right. He, I mean, he's not Sean. Like, Sean is very yeah. forward-facing. And he is not always like that. No. If you ask him to be, he'll do it. But it's not his default behavior. Right. And maybe when the camera's on, it's time to shine mm-hmm. like a Broadway star. But when it's off, quiet, polite, nice to see you. How you doing? So Boyle and uh, he were just short shortening it to he uh, <laughs> having uh having a moment at bob's bar all right that's side a are you gonna talk to Boyle for side b i might as well right he's the man of the moment let's yeah, get him in here I, I think so we'll see how his where his head's at how he's watching other people interview for the job that he wants in front of him <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know how he's taking that news and so uh let's hear bogues and uh and Boyle on side b okay picture this It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, DA, here we are at side B of the PGP, the show about the show, the show within the show, and maybe, maybe, maybe just a glimpse of the future of side B. It's me, Bogish, in the Howdy Doody Do chair, joined by the one and only Pat Boyle. Patty B, how are you? I'm good, Bogues. You're putting a lot of pressure on me. Glimpse into the future. We there, we haven't even done interviews other than the fortunate men and women, all men so far, that yeah. have uh, done their on-show interviews, uh, the listeners of the show that have called in. So just a, a good morning to you. Well, I, I will say that that comment applies to both of us because I don't know that I'm going to be the lead person on side B or the regular person on side A in a post-Moraz world. So that about the future could also apply to me as well here. It's like 60 40 you, but I'm in but I'm uncertain moving forward as well. Okay, that's fair enough. Are you really that nervous? Uh, I mean, I'm not nervous. Uh, I might be insulted. I was going to say has, angry. Is leading the PGP uh, a goal of yours here in the next couple of weeks? Um, it wasn't until I saw how much money Sean apparently was making. <laughs> Thanks to the official odyssey.com job post. And maybe it is time to, I can be dumber. I could do less work. I could be here for less hours and get a raise. If it means hosting a podcast and editing a podcast and posting a podcast, sign me up. You just got to poop your pants on air. That's probably the line I can't cross. Okay. Well, we'll start with not knowing where anything is on a map and not being able to spell, read, or Right. Oof. I mean, it's tough. It's pick your poison here, right? I I definitely don't want the sheer embarrassment of soiling myself, but I also don't like sounding stupid or unprepared. You're a professional. So I don't You're... know. I don't know which one of those things actually would be worse. I mean, I could blame the pooping thing on like Robitussin, like Sean seems to do, or <laughs> you know, laughing up and friction down. But me not knowing things is completely on me and nobody else. That is true. That is true. Uh, But more importantly, how are you handling this weird kind of like, well, first of all, have you officially applied for the job? Because no matter what, you've got to go through the proper HR channels. Have you gone to the website and put your name in for the job? So we are recording here Wednesday. Today is Wednesday? Wednesday. I don't know. Today is Wednesday. We are recording on Wednesday. I think the official posting went up Monday evening. I have not officially yet applied. I will be doing that at some point this week. So you're in this limbo stage now where you are going to apply, you want the job, but your portion of the interviews hasn't happened yet. So you're hearing the first wave of people, all outsiders, all listeners calling in and auditioning for a job that you that you want. What is that like sitting in the control room right now this week? Well, I I would say. In all reality, there is a, an exceptional group of talented uh, men and women here at WFAN and CBS Sports Radio at Odyssey, I should say, um, that I am that I I am very excited to compete with for the job. I think it is anybody's uh, position. I mean that in all seriousness. Um, you know, confident in the skill set that I bring to the position. Uh, but when it comes to the wonderful thousands of listeners of the DA show, and already we're up close to seven or eight that have called in. Uh, throwing their hats in the ring, um, <laughs> basically all of them with uh, zero prior radio or broadcast experience. I will say I think it is fantastic that DA has opened it up to the entire country, uh, but I will simply say this. When it comes to the the callers, uh, I feel like a, a lion in a field of sheep. <laughs> Easy pickings? Yeah. All right, all right. 
I might not I might not disagree. Uh, on Tuesday's show, I brought something up that I'm wondering if you had thought of already or have only thought of since I brought it up. The possibility of not getting this job, but remaining in the rotation where you may circle back and fill in on the show either for or next to the person who beat you for the job. Yeah, that would be tough. That'd be tough. Uh, there would definitely have to be some pride being swallowed. Um, and I'd still be an employee of the company. So if there's somebody that's more qualified or somebody that is, uh, you know, has a better skill set and, and can bring it to the job, again, it's the best man or woman, uh, best man or woman wins. And, you know, who am I at that point mm. to refuse shifts on the show just because I'm bitter or, or I would be angry that I didn't get the position for whatever reason. So I, I kind of lived that reality at one point when I was working at Sirius. There was a time where they were filling a host spot on the All Sports channel. I don't remember now. This might have been pre-Mad Dog Russo, so it was just like Sirius Sports. It wasn't Mad Dog Radio. But anyway, they were filling a position, and there was a bunch of us inside already there that wanted the job and went for it. They hired an outsider, and we were all angry. But some of us stayed in the mix of fill-ins and it was weird to like have to get over being angry and disappointed or whatever and go back on the show and then the show didn't really work and they made another change and then you're in a weird like petty like haha I told you kind of thing it's a it's a weird did they bring in another outsider again uh what did they do at that point now? It's all a blur. It was so long ago. It was like a, it was like 10 years ago. No, it, had to be, it was more than that because I've been here for the whole time. Yeah. It was 15, 16 years ago. Oh, it was wow. forever ago. Um, so I, I hope it was, but it was awkward. So I hope that you either get the job or you leave in a huff and storm out of here, middle fingers up, and either way you don't have to live the life of coming back in and being upset. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think I'll be leaving in a huff. Um, <laughs> Although that would be amazing if one of you guys it just would be like great, right? flipping shares. It would be great, Billy Jacqueline style. Um, <sighs> but no, I, I would attest it to, I would attribute it to, you know, the the likeness of being a professional athlete. And if it if it's somebody within the building, then that then you know that's that's awesome. Again, it's if it's somebody who's the best person for the job, that's all that matters. If it is an outsider, I would liken it to, you know, if you're, let's say I'm playing for the the Denver Broncos and I'm the quarterback and, you know, the quarterback who was uh, there before us was was Elway and retires and then it's me and the second and third string or third and fourth string quarterbacks and we're competing for it and then they make a trade and bring in somebody else. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to quit the team. Right. I'm going to compete. I'm going to be the best teammate I can and we're going to let the chips uh, fall where they may. But, no, I mean, I think what's, it's whatever is in the best interest of the DA show. Even if I become a permanent fixture of it or not, um, it's been great working on it. And it's going to be this show is going to be great regardless of who takes that spot. This is a yes or no question. No names required. I'm asking it because I am a petty hater oftentimes. <laughs> is there a person in the building that if they got the job over you would make you particularly angry? I'm going to take the high road on that. I'm going to choose not to answer that one, Andrew. Damn it. Yeah, Bogues, that's... I would have had a yes. Well, I don't know who would have... I mean, I, in a scenario, I would have had somebody in particular that, like, I just, like, I got I to gotta beat that person at least. 
It's fine. You're a better person than me. Good for yeah. you. Congrats on that. Thank I you. I hope your family's proud. <laughs> uh, we got to go. Where can we follow you on Twitter? At PatBoyle44. Uh, at Andrew Bogus for me. We're done for now. Next week's Side B, last week's PGP, the last one with Sean, a full member of the show. Until then, we love you. PGP disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 